With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got that wired for sound? What are you doing here? I'm having a little conversation. You're listening to a radio station. Every wire, every airway. Headphones, Bradley. Bradley. Thought I just want to talk some more. No, Brad's a machine. Oh, he really means it, Brad. Headphones, Bradley. You're on the air. Six one seven two five four ten thirty to join in. Jay talking. I want to talk to him, tell him the way things are. On WBZ. WBZ, you're Jay talking. I'm Bradley J. Mark Lavallis, the producer. You're looking at forty degrees, but it feels colder. So, uh, when you think about insurance, do you get the shakes? Do you get nervous? Do you? Is it a big fuzzy unknown? Well, we're going to clear all that up with Chris Russo, president of Russo Insurance Agency, Inc. How do you do? Good. How are you? You are a, an independent insurance agent. Correct. Kind of like a personal shopper for insurance. Sort of, yeah. That's a, that's a good comparison. So if you don't have a, um, an independent agent, then you're, you shop yourself. Exactly. We call it self-service. And what's the advantage of having the independent agent? Well, as you know, in my office, we have about 15 different companies. We, we shop. We put all the information into a software package, and it uh, shops them all to the same, to all the different companies, the same coverages we put it in, and uh, it gives us the rates for all the companies. Oh, all right. So if you do it on your own, you kind of do it one company at a time. That's kind plus, of hit, plus hit or most, miss. Plus, realistically, most people have no idea what they're doing. And you also know what coverages to punch in. Correct. Whereas folks well, I mean, really don't know what they might need. Correct. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of like doing your own taxes. I guess. Yeah, it's funny. I don't do my own taxes. Some, I think it's some probably, people. Some people do. It's probably easier to do your own taxes than to figure out what insurances I need. You're here to talk about myths. Actually, we'll start with the myths. I think that's going to be fun. Then I have some general questions. Uh, but we will get to how much coverage you might need to have and what types you might need to have, and you might not know. You might be paying too much. You might you might have too little. We'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. 617-254-1030 if you would like to ask a question or make an observation concerning homeowner or auto, automotive or maybe boat. Just anything but health, right? Not into health or life. No health, no life. Nothing. Nope. All right. So myths, insurance myths. And we'll just we will do both uh, auto and property in, in the same category here. There's the myth of the red car. Tell me about that. So no, a lot of people will call our office and and they'll ask. They always and they've been doing this for years and years and years. And they just everybody thinks that color makes a difference in the cost of your auto insurance. Where do they get this idea? I have no idea, but it's it's. I've been hearing it. I've been doing this for over thirty years. I've been hearing it since the first day. And it does not business. It doesn't. The color has nothing to do with with the cost. I always heard that if you have a red car, you're more likely to be pulled over. That may be true. Because it's certainly that that may be true. First of all, it says something about who you are. I have a red car. Look at me. Well, I mean, let's face it. it, it there's a certain color car that does probably get pulled over more than other cars. 
perhaps, because maybe red stands out a little bit. Also, red, at least in the, at least previously, red faded terribly. I remember Toyotas had red that would fade out. I don't know if you ever noticed that, but it, maybe they fixed it. But it was a thing for a while. All right, myth number two. I guess uh, we have boys versus girls. Yeah, some people some people uh, believe or think that uh, when they're child gets their license that boys cost more to insure than girls how many people think this like one percent well, i don't know i, I don't know but people call our office and ask yeah. that question it's not every day it's not but they do think all that the people some people do that boys would cost there's a lot more of girls. there's a lot of confusion well why wouldn't boy i mean actuarially don't boys have more accidents supposedly but, supposedly they drive faster than girls but but uh, insurance companies are i not. have three girls so i can cannot attest to that all right <laughs> And uh, there's a myth that on the first accident, is it, or, or speeding? No, a lot of people, uh, and the other thing is a lot of people think that the first speeding ticket you get is free, an meaning urban, meaning free, meaning you don't get surcharged yeah. for it. Um, you're still, you're going to get, I mean, unfortunately, the way the system is set up in Massachusetts is the way the surcharge system is set up for moving violations you could be driving on the Mass Pike doing 150 miles an hour and get a speeding ticket, and it counts the same as if you forget to get your car inspected. Really? They're, they count the same, sadly. And how much does it cost you uh, well, there, to get a, a notch or whatever you call it, a mark on your— Well, there are certain—it's it's basically percentages of certain parts of your policy— so there's no way to say. In other words, well, let's say if I'm, I had a speeding ticket on my policy and you had a speeding ticket on your policy, the cost would be different. What about the percentage, though? Can you give me an it's, idea? I mean, it's it's 14 percent of parts you know, of parts two, three, and uh, two, three, four, and seven. We have time, so it's for high. This, you know, we've it's be a math before. lesson. But what? make a long story short, the first speeding ticket or moving violation you get does show up on your insurance re- on, on your insurance okay. on your driving record, which in turn shows up in your insurance cost. However, in the last probably five years, these insurance the insurance companies here in Massachusetts have been coming out with these crazy endorsements, which are all good. Don't get me wrong. Um, and some of a few of the companies out there actually will will waive your first speeding ticket, provided you meet a whole bunch of criteria. But you have to get an endorsement for that. You have to get an endorsement for that. that. And 95% of the people out there do not have it. Interesting. How much is that endorsement? It's packaged with a whole bunch of other endorsements. Are those packaged deals? About other coverages. So are those packaged deals good? They are because they provide better – they provide – a lot of them provide accident forgiveness in case you get into an accident. Give me me an example of – a grand package. Like- okay, so typically the best coverage out there, which we see it every single day, No, it's amazing how many people out there don't have the accident forgiveness endorsement mm-hmm. on their policy. So what an accident forgiveness endorsement simply says is that if you're involved in an accident, it's your fault, the bylaw in Massachusetts, you will get surcharged. Mm-hmm. You will get surcharged. However, the insurance company reserves the right not to charge you for that surcharge. They eat it? They eat it. But here's what happens. They sort of have you. They have you for the next six years because that's how long the surcharge is going to stay on your record. So what they're saying is, hey, Bradley, you got into an accident. You backed into Chris's car. You are going to get surcharged because it's the law. However, we're not going to charge you for it going forward. 
But what that does is, and it's great that you're not going to get charged, but what it also does is the benefit on their end is now you, Bradley, can't, if you went to switch insurance companies, that new insurance company would run your driving record and voila, uh-huh. that accident is going to be on your driving record and that new insurance company will charge you the surcharge. So there may be no downside to staying with that company though. It's, no, you once, just- if, you, if, you have the, if you use the accident forgiveness endorsement, you're going to stay with that insurance company because financially, most likely, it would make no sense to leave. So you generally recommend that endorsement? It, I, oh, without question. We put it on all of our policies. We're with Chris Russo to sort this all out, and we're going through myths. We, we kind of stopped for a little while to talk about package deals, how you can get a real big bang for the buck with a package deal. Most Chris says that most people don't. They just want the cheapest insurance possible. They assume they're never going to get in an accident, and they assume that it won't be their fault if they do. Correct. Correct. We, correct. I mean, that's – you know, when someone tells, sends a policy to me or to my office, we're going to we, we're gonna price it out with all the companies, whether the coverage is good, bad, or indifferent. Right. Like somebody – I don't know if you can talk about this in general terms. Somebody sent you a policy today. It was terrible coverage. Terrible coverage. And you coverage. say, yeah, I, I, I will, I'm not going to sell you – uh, terrible coverage so, from another yeah, company, exactly. but so, but I will show you a, a better deal. Well, no, I would B- call it a deal. Better, I like to call it better coverage. So better. what we did is, so this person sent an auto policy to me today, and I took their terrible coverage and put it into our computer, into our software program, and said, okay, w- one of our companies is four hundred dollars less than you're paying now. You can buy terrible coverage cheaper, but I'm not going to sell you terrible coverage. Mm-hmm. So what now tomorrow morning when I go back in the office. I'm going to increase his coverage to reasonable amounts. He does own a home. We need to protect that. Mm-hmm. He has no accident forgiveness. He has terrible coverage. So what we're going to do is we're going to increase his look at increasing his coverage to a to, re, to a responsible limit. Then we're also going to show him, hey, you have a $500 deductible in collision. What would a $1,000 deductible? How much would that lower your premium? And is it worth it? So we have that conversation. But in my business today. Everything is about price. The direct writers are advertising on TV every, it seems, every five minutes. Hmm. And it's about price, price, price. And we're, in my office at this point, I don't even, I don't even straighten out other people's messes anymore because we gave up on that. And what I mean is a lot of the people will go to the direct writers, their coverage is completely because they did it themselves, right? They, it's like yeah. writing your own will. They went online and and bought insurance online, and they have glass deductibles they didn't know they would have. They don't have this. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, they don't have that uh, because it's about price. So you don't clean up that mess? No, I we, we get... Typically, what happens is someone will call me about a claim. They had a claim. It wasn't covered. It should have been either should – they had the wrong coverage because they bought the wrong coverage. Why would they call you? Because I got you – know, someone would refer them to me. This is after they had bought insurance from 
themselves and had some Correct. sort of issue. Yes. And, and they, they called you to fix it somehow? Well, no, to ask me questions if oh, I can help them you just and say, explain nah, it to them. I can't do it. Well, at, at, at this point, I, the calls come in so fr- frequently that I just I, I have to concentrate on our business. Yeah. I just can't. Well, it's, all right. What are some other cool things that are in these packages? Accident, so, uh, accident forgiveness, yeah. which we mentioned, which is a great endorsement that everybody should have. And I encourage everybody to call their independent insurance agent tomorrow and make sure that they have it because everybody thinks that they have it because uh, they, they just do. Uh, and two, there's a thing out there called the disappearing deductible, mm-hmm. which simply says if you get involved in an accident, instead of charging you the full amount, whether it be 1000 for collision or $500 for collision, they'll knock off some of that. Some of the companies will actually knock off up lower up to 500 So if you had a $500 deductible and you had this endorsement, your $500 deductible now becomes zero. Is that a one-time thing? It's a one-time thing. And this is uh, how much does that cost, I guess? Is, well, is, you it, can, is it generally you can, worth it? It is definitely worth it because okay. that coverage alone, you can a la carte that coverage for about $35. But you can also package that coverage with accident forgiveness for about $45. Mm-hmm. So by bundling additional nice. coverages together, and there's a lot of other things that the insurance companies throw in that you'll never use. Okay. You know, pet coverage, uh, trip interruption coverage. Pet coverage? Uh, Seriously, what is pet coverage? Well, pet coverage would cover if you're on a trip. And you get into an accident, and your dog's in the back of the car, okay. and he has to go to the vet. So, I mean, it's just, you know, there's a lot of coverages they throw. Insurance companies love to give you things you'll never use. Right. And there's a whole bunch of things in there that you'll never use. What are some other things in, a, in these nice packages that you do use? So they have, again, accident forgiveness, the disappearing deductible, new car replacement's very important. Mm-hmm. You buy a new car, and the car is totaled within the first year of 15,000 miles. They buy you a brand new car. Uh-huh. Because so if you went to the car dealer today and bought a car, and let's say you paid thirty thousand dollars for the car, right. six months from now it's probably going to be worth twenty five, whatever it is. Yeah. Twenty four. And nine. if you get into an accident, you you know you unfortunately have to buy a new car, and now your thirty thousand dollar car is now worth twenty five. Right. So this will give you enough money to go buy a brand new car, and then the other thing that a lot of companies will include is gap insurance. So when you buy that thirty thousand dollar car, and you don't put much money down. And the car gets totaled, and your loan is more than you owe. The insurance company will pay what pay your loan off, because right now how it works is your policy pays. Let's assume your car is two years old. It's over the one year period for the for the new car replacement endorsement. You've passed that one year, mm. so you paid thirty thousand dollars for the car. It's two years old. It's probably worth let's call it twenty thousand, but you owe twenty four thousand somehow. Mm-hmm. The gap insurance will pay the loan off because without the gap insurance your policy is only going to pay the 20,000 that the car is worth and then you have to deal with the bank the insurance company has no responsibility with the bank because you took the loan out they didn't mm-hmm. so that's where gap insurance comes in now a lot of car dealers will sell gap insurance and they'll include gap insurance but you can add gap insurance to your auto insurance for $25 as, a year as, it's not even remotely close to the cost of the car dealer's charge Okay. It's a lot, lot less. And that's a la carte price? A la carte price, but yeah. But bundled in, it'll only jump it up, it's a, what, yeah, 10 you know, or 15 bucks or something? At the most, yes. That's at pretty cool. Uh, okay. Any more that is, are those good are to probably have? Only the more, those are probably the, the, the reasonable ones. I would say that's probably, I would have, that's the, those are the ones that I would recommend. All right. Is there an... A way to give an idea of what percent higher it's going to make your any policy. Well, actually, what happens is the companies now just charge flat fees. 
like um, accident forgiveness is 25 to $35, depending on the company. Hmm. New car replacement, you can a la carte that a lot. Maybe 20 or $25. Gap is 25 So you can a la carte them, or you can package them together. And if you package them together in a certain endorsements, you know, they may charge $40 a car for them, hmm. give or take, depending on the company. All right. So thank you for that. What do you, if you wanted to call your independent insurance agent, and ask for this bundle that we've sort of described. What would you what would you say you're looking for? I, I would just make sure the first thing I would ask, make sure you have is accident forgiveness. That's the biggest thing because if you're involved in an accident and you get a surcharge for a major accident, which is anything over twenty five hundred dollars, yeah, you're looking at over the course of six years, you're looking at hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars, over the course of six years. Right. So if you can eliminate that and pay. $30 a year to eliminate the possibility of paying a couple of thousand dollars over a six-year period? Yeah. It's definitely worth it. All right. Definitely Excellent. worth it. Now, back to myths about auto insurance, homeowners insurance, renter's insurance. There's the myth of the jewelry, the jewelry myth. What's that? The jewelry myth is everybody thinks that their jewelry, regardless of the amount of jewelry, is automatically covered under a homeowner's policy. Now, there is some coverage for jewelry under a, under, a, under a homeowner's policy. It depends on the company, depends on the endorsement, but the, the limit on jewelry is usually under $3,000. And it's typically 1000 but it, some of the companies have raised the limits. So it's either 1000 2000 or $3,000, but it's only covered for fire or theft. <clears throat> and it's a limit. So if someone breaks into your house and steals all your jewelry, the most you're going to get is a thousand, two thousand, maybe three thousand dollars, depending on the policy. Or theft. Theft. However, what's not covered, is which is the most important, losing, losing, misplacing, what we call mysterious disappearance. Your wife looks down. We don't know she, where it is. Well, the stone and the center stone in your wife's engagement ring. You look yeah. down. You look down. She looks down. One minute it's there. Half an hour later, she looks down. It's gone. We don't know what happened to it. it just disappeared. So in order to get. That covered, you need to get a separate so endorsement. You would, yep, so you would add that. You would schedule what's called scheduling the jewelry. You would add that piece of jewelry that you wanted to schedule directly to the homeowner's policy. And what it does, it does two things, okay? It makes it, I hate to use the term, but I will anyways, it makes it all risk. So it doesn't matter what happens to the stone, whether it chips, cracks, lose it, whatever happens to it is covered, Okay. So it, it it adds in the coverage instead of just being fire or theft. It now is, adds in mysterious Never. disappearance, misplacing, losing, etc. But what it also does is it eliminates the deductible. Jeez. So there is no deductible on. So you have to describe the piece. It's yeah, you like need the one piece. Yeah, something appraisal receipt, something with a description of what the item is. Right. Then the usual, you know, information on the stones or whatever it is. One thing you could do is sell and, it quick now, so you don't have to insure it. I'm not a guy. I just can't imagine having a ten thousand dollars piece of jewelry. If it's, if if I'd be sad if I lost it, I'm not having it. <laughs> so yeah, the other, so it eliminates the deductible, which is very important, and it it adds, uh, it 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 adds coverage for pretty much everything that can happen. I spl- my big jewelry splurge is a hundred dollars. All right, well, hey, on a ring. All right, now the next myth. We have time for one more myth before we get to the break. The myth of the groundwater. 
Yeah, everybody thinks that groundwater, sadly enough, everybody thinks when it rains for 40 days and 40 nights and your basement fills up with water, everybody thinks, not everybody, most people, I should say, think that the water in your basement is covered under a homeowner's policy. It's not. It's excluded. Every homeowner's policy has a groundwater exclusion, whether the water comes from up through the foundation, through the, from the ground, whether it comes in from the Atlantic Ocean, whether it comes in from a river, stream, pond, whatever, if the water does not and comes from the ground, doesn't matter how it gets in your house, it's not covered. What kind of water is covered? Just rain coming down well, the chimney? Well, no, if, if, if any rain water comes in through the chimney or the roof mm-hmm. or whatever, it's covered. That's covered. A that pi- doesn't or a pipe breaks, a plumbing yeah. issue is covered. Okay. Covered. Now- some of the some of the policies out there are properly endorsed. Some are properly endorsed, similar to the auto insurance. Meaning groundwater is covered. Well, sort of. Groundwater would be covered if a homeowner's policy is properly endorsed, but it's only covered for water, which backs up through. Here's what I get you: water which backs up through a sewer, a drain, or a sump. So, in other words, I have a finished basement in my house. I have no water problem right now. Eventually, my foundation is going to crack, and eventually one day I'm going to come home, and my basement's going to be filled up with water because the water is going to come in through the cracks in the foundation. Yeah. It's going to be a really bad day. I have – there's no way to cover that exposure. There's no way. So it's not – so I'm going to have a – my finished basement's going to be wet, and I'm not going to – So you can't buy it? You just can't buy well, you, groundwater Because, insurance? again, the, not for groundwater. However, you can – some of the policies, if they're properly endorsed, will give you $2,500, maybe $5,000 worth of coverage for water, again, which backs up through right. sewer drain or a sump. All right. We do have Jane and Gloucester. Are you ready, Chris? Sure. All right. That's Chris Russo of Russo Insurance Agency, which is quite simple. All right. We have Jane and Gloucester. Hi, Jane. Hi. Hi. So I'm, I'm uh, glad for Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The guest, and I do have a question. Okay. Um, I used to work for a gallery, a uh, nice gallery, and occasionally when times were tough, we got paid in art. Some of that art is now fairly valuable. Some of it, well, maybe $2,500, $3,000 a piece, but there's one piece that's probably worth $50,000. Um, it wasn't worth it when I, you know, was working for the guys, but it is. Now, so what do I do with that? You mean mean, as far as insurance goes? Pardon me? As far as insurance goes? 
Yes. Okay, Chris, right, what does right she now, do? It's an odd thing because I didn't like go and buy it at a gallery, and I've got well, one piece I do have a receipt for, but it also is a mess because I sublet my apartment and the guys in there with it, and I don't trust anybody at this point. So I'm glad to talk to you. So the so uh, so the so the the piece of art art is covered because it's considered what we call personal property. Okay. So there's no difference between a piece of art and a, and a piece of furniture or anything. So it is covered under your homeowner's policy uh-huh. under the under the personal property section. How, uh-huh. However, the only thing that's not covered is breakage. Uh-huh. So I mean the uh-huh. odds the odds of it if it fell off the wall, it would yep. not be covered because breakage is not covered under a homeowner's policy. Because I have a lot of stuff in my house that I like to break and collect on, but that's a different story. <laughs> no, so no, breaking, no, no, so no. so the I, so art is art is covered. There is no limitation no. for art, and you don't need a special. You like don't need schedule. unless no, as long the only like I said, the only thing that's not, not covered for fine arts would be breakage. Wow, you can, you can add it. You can add it. As a matter of fact, I talked to a client of ours uh, in Duxbury today who has some fine art, but he has statues. So we're going to list those specifically, schedule those to add coverage in for breakage because he's afraid that if they fall over, they're going to break and right. they'll be out. So she does need to ascertain the value ahead well, of time, right? What I, yeah. What, what I would recommend is I would probably f- just – I mean, because we're talking a lot of money. We're talking $50,000 painting. So I would I would probably well, – tr- print. It's a print. Oh, print. It's by a very famous – So what I would do is you know get as much documentation as you can and kind of put it aside whether it's – so this way if there's a fire – you can easily explain to the insurance company, here's the proof that this print is worth $50,000 and here's what it was. I wouldn't okay. say have it professionally appraised. You really wouldn't have to. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a good, it's a good idea to. You do that after the fact? Well, you could do it after the fact. I mean, if ideally, the insurance company would love to see a recent appraisal if that's possible. If not, we say take pictures of it. Get that's a, my get question. A disc- so yeah. I should take pictures of... Um, which I was going to do with this guy anyway, just because he's actually a really, he's difficult, but he's a trustworthy person. Mm-hmm. So, and he appreciates art. So he was more excited than I was. And then I went and looked it up and I went like, oh my God. So what I should do is take pictures of the pieces and there's one that's pricey, but the rest are, you know, certainly under $5,000 each, but there's a number of them. Right, but what but I what I advise all our clients to do is yeah. take a video camera, phone, whatever. Yeah. And this this is whether you have art or not. Even if you don't have art, yeah. uh, I would take your camera. This is this is for everybody. I would take your camera, whatever, and record and just scan your rooms. It's probably going to take you fifteen twenty minutes. Open oh. up your open up your kitchen cabinets. Open up your yeah. drawers, closets. Yeah. Just scan everything you have, uh, uh-huh. because what happens is when there's a fire, for example. At claim time, you know, I'm a nice insurance agent, but realistically what I show up to a fire with is is a pen, a paper, piece of paper, and say, here you go, write everything you own on this piece of paper. I also show up with a check for $10,000 to get people settled in a hotel and so they can buy a toothbrush and some pants. But uh, when, the, when a house catches on fire, it's a very traumatic event, and people – you know, people tend to forget half the stuff that's on the kitchen counter or how many pairs of socks they have, et cetera, et cetera. So we advise everybody to take a video camera and just scan your rooms. So this way, if there's a fire, you can calmly sit down and start writing down what you had. You don't need receipts. 
No, because people don't have receipts. Right. I don't. Realistically, people don't have receipts. All right. Uh, Jane, you good? So, okay, so I got. I think I got the deal. So um, do video um, documentation. And that's it. And that's pretty much as good as I can do right now so that, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm not going to make it up anyway. Um, okay, but I'm amazed that it's not scheduled. That's just good news, right, Jane? Yeah, there's no limit. Yes, just considered personal property. Thanks, Jane. Appreciate it. And now we go to Joe and Norton. Hi, Joe. Hey, how are you guys? Pretty good. I got a question. I have a a rental property down in Florida that was hit pretty hard with a storm. So going back to your water damage. Can you talk right in the mouthpiece? Uh, Can you not hear me? Now we can. Okay, sorry. So a water damage from a storm, it's a top floor condo. The roof failed. The water damage came in through the ceiling. The homeowners association—they're saying they're only responsible for the ceiling. When my argument, I guess, is they should be responsible for the walls that got damaged when the water came through the ceiling and ran the walls. All right, it's a really good—yeah, it's a really good question. And condos are great. We write a lot of condo complexes, condo developments. So what happens with condos is if you go through the 456-page condo bylaw documents, yeah. the secret with condos is you have to discover where the unit, where the condo association's ownership ends and your ownership as a unit owner begins. Where's the dividing line? Some condo developments, the newer ones, we see the condo docks where you as the unit owner are only responsible for the paint on the inside of the walls. In other words, condo associates going to put the walls and ceilings back. You have to paint them. Some of the older ones we see, you as the unit owner are responsible for the sheetrock, doors, interior walls, etc. That the condo association only is responsible for studs out. Studs out exactly. So it depends on the way your master deed is written. And I believe it was written, and I'll check it again. But I believe it was written. I have. From the paint in. Okay. So, so I guess my argument, do I have a valid argument that they're responsible for those walls, even though they're saying they're just responsible? Okay. So, so the, it, assuming, okay, let's assume that that's correct, that you're just responsible for the paint. What happens in the condo bylaws is, a, is a, the, condo, the condo association has a large deductible, most likely five, ten, twenty-five thousand $25,000 deductible. So the master policy will only pay after the deductible is met. So maybe they're coming back to you and say, look, we have a $25,000 deductible on the, on the condo association. This, how, much is the, how much is the claim, do you figure, roughly? Uh, to get it back, it's going to be close to 100000 Okay. So it, it, I would – have you talked to – I assume you've talked to the management company? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's difficult the way to, to get them. I talked to them a few times. And you have insurance on the inside of your unit? Yes. And you reported the claim to the company? Have they good, And how did that work out? We reported the claim, and then, you know, just like you said, they, they want to know everything that was, you know, destroyed in there, and, and it just went out. But it, it, you might not have heard me. It's in Florida, so it was, it was the crazy time in September, October, when they were getting calls, you know, from everybody. Okay. Kind of a rush. Just- so if everything's if everything's set up if your if your unit owner's policy your pol- your personal policy down there in Florida if everything's set up properly, what's going to happen is your own policy that you purchased on your own would pay the master policy deductible, 
and everything should be covered under your policy that you have with your own insurance company, and realistically, all you would have to pay is your deductible, most likely $500. That's how it should work if everything's set up properly. Did you have good insurance, uh, homeowner's insurance? or No, I, we kind of went cheap. Uh, we, we, we're coming for $40,000 uh, for, the, for the structure. And I did that cheap because I knew I was, I was really just responsible for the paint in. Okay. And I never thought I would have to. Well, the deductible, I got it's funny about the deductible or sad. I got a call from a woman in Boston probably three weeks ago who said, had a pipe break in my condo. Um, we have a $25,000 deductible. I need, can you advise me how to get the deductible paid? And I said, well, what did your insurance company? She, she said, I'm with XYZ Insurance Company. I bought it online. All they're going to pay is $1,000 of my $25,000 deductible. What's going to happen? Or who's going to pay the $24,000? And I simply said, unfortunately, you're going to pay the $24,000. So this woman went online, saved maybe $200, $100, $200, and now she's taking $24,000 out of her pocket. I want to know more about your policy. You say $40,000 of total, well, or what uh, did you mean? They, so they would, when, I, when I took the policy out, I can cover forty thousand dollars in damages, uh, twelve thousand for for like couches and and, yeah. and furnishings, and six thousand for unused unusable. So, Joe, realistically, if you have forty thousand dollars on the building on the dwelling, yeah, everything should be fine. I don't. I don't I'm just. I, everything should be. It should work out fine. All right, that's totally different from what I'm. So, what are they? Down. What are they telling? What are they telling you exactly? They. Uh, they wrote me a check for twelve thousand and said, "This is what we're responsible for." Okay, and, uh, is there a difference? Is there a difference between, in other words, the contractor's estimate and what? I assume, Okay, tell me if this sounds right. The twelve thousand dollars they paid you is that your insurance company or the master insurance policy for That's the condo the association? For the, the, yeah, correct. So the master policy said, "Hey, we're responsible for this amount less the deductible equals twelve thousand." Sound right? Yeah, and I'm not even sure if that meant less deductible or not. They just and know, then and they, now you're now what happens is you your insurance company should pay the rest to get it back up and running. Correct. They should pay the difference. They should pay your deductible master policy deductible if your property if your policy is set up correctly. And two, they would pay the they would pay whatever is your issue on the inside, paint, et cetera, et cetera. Is uh, forty thousand dollars on a condo low? It depends. How depends. much is your condo worth? Uh, the rest of the units are probably going between four and five hundred right now. Yeah, so it's it, uh, it, half a it's, million bucks. Well, no, it has nothing to do with the price. It I really know, has but, to do all with right, how much. How you, big is it? How if much you would it you cost own, to if make you it own, right if you again? own if you own a condo, if you own a condo, you as the unit owner need to make sure that couple things you want to make sure you want to figure out where who's responsible for what 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 policy is going to pay for what yeah and two what the master policy deductible is most of these condo most up here anyways most of the deductibles are five ten some are twenty five thousand dollars so you need to make sure that somebody's paying the ten or fifteen ten five ten or twenty five thousand dollar deductible so one way or the other you got to make sure that you can rebuild your unit yeah. to the way it Joe, was. It, so- it sounds to me like everything's everything's right. There's just a couple missing pieces here, and I'm not sure what they are. Have you gotten your insurance company on the case to make up the difference? I have, and the, it's it's hard. You know, it's, I think it's it's more difficult because the 
they're down there and I'm up here. Do you have an agent? Did you go through an agent, Joe? I, yeah, I did. So that's what I would call your agent and have them do the work because realistically, as as independent insurance agents, that's kind of our job. Yeah, he kind of left it like you, you got to deal with the homeowners association yourself. Well, I would call him back tomorrow and say, you need to help me with this. Yeah. And then get a new insurance agent. But yeah, I would, I would, I would press them to. No, I would seriously press them to say, "Look, you need to help me with this. I have a claim. You need to help me. B, you need to explain it to me." I see. Because you, I mean, you could All buy right. insurance anywhere in the world, right? So you, you chose this particular agent. This agent needs to do their job and help you. Right. Other than that, we're as a independent insurance agents, we're nothing. If we don't help our clients, does he have a legal responsibility our, to do that? Uh, legal, no. Ethical, okay. yes. Okay. Joe, I hope things work out. It sounds like they might work out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling better now. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, Joe. Squeaky wheel gets yeah. the grease. Make it a full-time job to, to get this fixed. Right, thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah. We'll go to Tom in Worcester. Tom, you're on WBZ with Chris Russo. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I was in New York last summer, and I got a uh, ticket, two tickets, actually, Failure to uh, stay to the left of a state cop that had a car pulled over and a cell phone violation at the same time. So I appealed the uh, two tickets. They didn't list a price on them. They just they wrote the tickets out. And then I received a letter last week to go up there for the uh, appearance, a pretrial conference. And... Uh, to plea bargain or to state my case. And I was wondering, uh, are those offenses, if I called them up and just sent in the fine and found out what the fine was, would those be uh, subject to, a, to, you know, to a, to a insurance uh, surcharge? surcharge? That's a great question. It's a great question. I'm going to guess. The first thing I, well, I don't know. The, the funny thing is, we see more and more states now. The states are exchanging information. Um, we had somebody get a speeding ticket in New Jersey, and it showed up in the Mass in Massachusetts insurance. The answer is, I don't know the answer. Some of the states are exchanging information with Massachusetts right now, and I don't know if New York is one of them. But we, we tell all our clients when they call and say, I got a speeding ticket in this state, you definitely tell you one thing. You definitely want to. It sounds like you're planning on straightening it out one way or the other. But tell all our clients, just pay if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna pay it, make sure you pay it, because if the fine does not get paid or straightened out, they will definitely notify the Massachusetts Registry and they will suspend your license. So I would. So to answer your question, I don't know if it's going to affect your Massachusetts insurance or not, because I don't have the list in front of me right now of which states are reciprocal right now with mass and which are not. Doesn't that depend on whether it's considered a moving violation or not? Well, in, in again, like I mentioned before, sadly enough, there are so many moving violations in Massachusetts would be maybe no, not in New York. no inspection sticker in Massachusetts is considered the same as speeding for some unknown reason. It right. is. It just is. That so there's seem right. anytime you get a ticket. And the other thing too is when someone gets a ticket in Massachusetts, this happens all the time. Say you get a speeding ticket, it's a $100 speeding ticket, and you appeal it, and then the clerk magistrate will say to you, hey, Bradley, 
and you you know you give your little thing about how you weren't speeding or you're a good driver, et cetera, et cetera. And they say, you know what? Will you agree to pay instead of a hundred? Will you agree to pay twenty five dollars? And you say, sure, I'll pay twenty five dollars. Guess what? You're you're, st- you're still considered guilty, and it still shows up on your insurance. So if you pay a dollar, you're yeah. considered guilty, and it still shows up. So Tom, you have to go to New York to plead this. Yeah, Colony Town Court, which is in Latham, New York. How far away is that? Uh, about three hours. I I go up to Saratoga every summer, and that's when I, that's when I got the, uh, the the state car pulled me over. She had a disabled car, and there was another car in the left. I couldn't get over to the left to avoid her. I I stayed in the lane closest to her, and she wasn't too happy with that. And she came after me and pulled me over and wrote me up for a cell phone violation. Did she make you do any, uh, you know, sobriety tests? No, no, I don't think I wasn't drinking. I don't think she thought I was drinking either. She just was in a hurry and wanted to wanted to put it to me because she felt I didn't get far enough to the left. She wasn't too happy about that. All right, Tom. Well, the best of luck on that. It's WBZ, and we got Jim in East Boston now. Jim, you are yep. on with the world's best independent insurance agent, Chris Russo. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? About 85%. Okay. That's not bad. Um, my question has to do with surcharges. Um, I was at, at, at an, involved in an accident in October, uh, a surchargeable accident with the um, a violation, too. I had the violation... Uh, dismissed with the judge. I had the surcharge uh, dismissed with the state um, you know, insurance board. That was vacated. Uh, why is the insurance companies, um, they didn't give me my, all my surcharge money back? Oh, no. They, 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 under, under the law, they have to give you all the surcharge money back. They don't, they, they're holding back now, and, and they're saying that I'm a risk to them now. No, no, no. Why? No, no. So what? The, the two different, those are two different things. So under Massachusetts law, if you, because unfortunately you're considered guilty until proven innocent, so you, so the insurance company found you to be more than fifty percent at fault in the accident. It was your fault, right? So they exactly. surcharged you. Yep. Then what they do is then they charge you the surcharge on your renewal policy, which they did. It went and up then thousand dollars, right? But then what happens is after you win the surcharge, you take that surcharge notice and you send it to the insurance company or to the. Do you have an insurance agent? No, but they were there at the hearing. They were, they were there. They well, the were insurance, the, no, the, so the insurance company sends to the hearing a representative. Yes, they're there they're for there. the they're there for the day. They're not there specifically for you, but they're there for the day. Yeah, so what you need to do is take the you got a form in the mail, right, that said, "Hey, you're not, you're you were found not responsible." Yes, but they were informed too. So what? Yeah, but you need to be pro, proactive. But if you took that form and yes. you sent it to them, they they will and should refund you all the money that you paid that you on for that surcharge yeah and that's the question i had with them today on the phone and then they're, they're only giving me back 750 dollars from the thousand and they're saying now i'm a bad risk to them so the rates change okay so here's the crazy thing some of the insurance companies have see we have about uh it, it, 30 seconds. Okay, so make a long story short, insurance companies now rate policies with 475 different factors. Not 475, but a lot. 
So what they do owe you, Jim, is the surcharge money. They're two separate issues. But they, then they can charge more in they the can future. Ch- whatever they charge you is up to them. But you can go somewhere else. But you can go somewhere else. But the, the money they charge you for the surcharge, they owe you that back. Thanks, Jim. And thank you, Chris Russo. Excellent. It's Chris Russo, Russo Insurance Agent uh, Agency. And you can tell he really knows what he's talking about. I really appreciate you coming all the way out here late. Anytime. Thank you. It's WBZ News Radio 1030. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.